Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Welcome on into the Wolverine.com podcast. Clayton Safey here with Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom. Uh, we were down in Indianapolis Monday through Wednesday, got back last night. So we got a bunch of takeaways to uh, to throw at all of you guys. Uh, busy couple days for us. Fun, unofficial start of the football season, as we talked about when we previewed this thing last week. But we got Jim Harbaugh, Cade McNamara, Eric All, Mozzie Smith, and DJ Turner. We're all down there, as well as coaches and players from all 14 teams. So uh, it was uh, very interesting. And it'll be kind of open-ended here, but uh, Chris, we'll start with you in terms of your number one takeaway. Uh, we talked a lot in the car and things like that about what we were uh, we were taking away from this thing and uh, interested to hear what you have as your, as your top thing that you were able to, to glean. Well, number one, we need to buy a condo down there or something for the right. time that we spent in Indy. And uh, we're going back, obviously, in December. Uh, what is it, the third or the fifth this year? I, I think it's know. the fourth. <laughs> is it the fourth again? Wasn't it the fourth last year? Oh, was it last year? Okay, then it's the third, I think. Okay, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But I will say this. Uh, in talking to the Ohio State guys, they're taking that game seriously, really, really seriously this year, uh, like they don't enough as it is. But – uh, you can tell that that really scarred them. Uh, and that was kind of fun to hear when, when Ryan Day, Ohio State's coach, said they're calloused and, you know, what a little bit scarred by that. And, uh, and you're supposed to be. So um, that's the way it's supposed to feel in this rivalry when you lose. And they hadn't felt it in, in too long, frankly. So my takeaway, though, in speaking with the Michigan kids is how, how relaxed they were uh, and how relaxed Coach Jim Harbaugh was and how good they think this team is going to be. And there are really good veterans, guys, uh, on the offensive line. Uh, there are some holes to fill on defense. Uh, but the four seniors they brought are outstanding players, number one. Number two, outstanding leaders. And when they were talking about the, the, first, the freshman and sophomore classes, you just realize how much talent is there. And everybody's sitting there and all the sky is falling because they're a little behind in 2023 recruiting. And I'm thinking about the next two, three years, and I'm thinking there is a lot of talent on this football team where you expected it to be with Jim Harbaugh at the helm when he was first hired here. So uh, it's exciting. And uh, these guys look like they're in great shape. They look like they have great camaraderie again. And then one other takeaway real quick, uh, Cade McNamara uh, is so confident. And uh, it's interesting when he says, you know, I feel like it's my team. It's not a slam at J.J. McCarthy or anything else. It just like he feels like, He's the leader. And I was reading your report, Clayton, from Grand Rapids when we were at the Ford Museum and then you went and saw them in East Grand Rapids. You said he kind of assumed that role uh, as the leader, getting guys where they needed to be. And guys were listening to him. I'd be kind of surprised at this point if you weren't a captain. Yeah, that's one of your captains for sure. You can tell just the presence he has about him, the way he carries himself. Uh, and I think, you know, if there's a scenario where let's just say he loses the or J.J. wins the starting quarterback job, I, I don't think it, there will be an issue still with him being a captain. I think the way that he he he's just so headstrong and so confident, and he's come such a long way from being the guy who, you know, had the jitters in his voice during the post-game video after the game at Rutgers during the pandemic season. Like, he's come a long way there. 
There's a poise about him. He plays with it on the field. I think he's carried himself really well in the the few times I've I've seen him this offseason. So yeah, it's th- this group. I think my biggest takeaway because let's be honest, this is uh, you know there are things we learned. Got a lot of takeaways out of this out of this event, but um, you know the nitty gritty stuff is is not coming out of this. We're gonna get that in the weeks leading up to camp. But something I took away from. And it harkens back to like when Clayton and I were in Indianapolis, I believe this was the third time I was there or we were there, whatever it was uh, in the last year or so. We went for media days when Michigan basketball walked in after being Big Ten champions. There was like a there was like a strut about them. There was an an aura, a presence. And this this football team, when they came into the building the other day, they just. I mean, you wouldn't if you didn't know they won the Big Ten last year, you wouldn't even assume otherwise. I mean, I think they wiped that slate clean pretty quickly. I think all those guys are extremely motivated, even uh, in talking to Mozzie Smith uh, during his session, you know, as happy as they were about last year, they went and played a Georgia team that was bigger, stronger, faster than they were. And I think a lot of those guys have taken that on as a challenge that they need to be bigger, stronger, faster than they were last year. So the work, the work this team has put in started when they got off the plane from the orange bowl. And I think that's apparent in the way that they carry themselves, the way they talk about the team, the way they talk about each other. Um, Yeah. I think this is a group, it's going to be a really, you know, with the way the schedule sets up, I think this is, there's very little chance. This isn't a very good to great football team, in my opinion. Yeah. And Anthony, you talked about it when we were previewing this this event, where it's not necessarily what these guys are saying, but it's kind of how they're saying. And I agree. They they came in very confident, but, you know, not overconfident. Uh, and as you said, I, I think Jim Harbaugh, if you listen to what he said, you could definitely tell they won the Big Ten last season. He was a little more open and relaxed. He took a shot at a local reporter. He kind of, uh, you know, hey, the Ohio State, 13 million uh, dollars. Let's let's double it. You know, he, he felt comfortable saying all those sorts of things. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. Still, you know, got the no answer basically to a couple questions that, you know, from people who aren't as savvy at this point of crafting questions for him, which is very hard, it seems like, uh, you know, based on the, the you know, last eight years. But uh, I thought that was funny. And, and Chris, going back to what you said about Cade McNamara, uh, I, you know, that's kind of what I saw. And then from the defensive side, too, it's worth mentioning Mike Morris was a guy really rallying those guys in that player-led practice that I was able to see a portion of. Uh, last Saturday, and uh, I think that could be another captain for you too. But there's also other candidates like Amazi Smith, who's just – I found myself when I was hovering for a little bit between the three tables of the guys, I kind of wanted to – I gravitated towards the Amazi Smith and DJ Turner table. They were together, uh, and, you know, they were they were funny. They were charismatic, and, and they had a lot to uh, a lot to say. And you can tell when Amazi Smith talks, uh, you know, he means what he says. And uh, that's not always the case with every guy that we were able to talk to. So that was great. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh, in terms of his demeanor, uh, you can tell that that he was confident about this team. And Eric all even said he had to cancel a practice, a player-led practice the other day because he feels like they're working so hard. He wants them a little more rested before camp. That goes back to the thing that Jim Harbaugh was talking about last year with holding these guys back as opposed to talking them into things. Those are the guys he really likes. And you can tell. Yeah, he's, he's probably going to say similar things every year at an event like this. But the way he was talking about it and the way there were actual stories to back it up, I thought was important to show that 
this team's similar to last year. They're going to have their own style. They're going to have their own flair. But they are similar in that they know that they got to put in the work, uh, that they got to have really good leadership, that they got to stay together. And they have a hell of a lot of talent, and, and that can take you a long way. And I um, love what he said about uh, they're not going to flinch when he's asking about playing in November 26th in Columbus. And he said, yep. you know, who knows if they'll win, but they won't flinch. And you can tell these guys have that confidence now. They've beaten Ohio State. Uh, you can tell, and, and Clay said this before the game, Anthony, I'll give him credit. He said, well, you know, they look, Ohio State looks flat, you know, and we've said that many times, and then Michigan goes out and gets its ass kicked. But you could tell the Michigan, there was something in the Michigan, uh, in their step, and you could just kind of sense that, hey, they weren't intimidated. They finally, I think McNamara said, we finally played to win instead of not playing to lose, and they weren't scared. And they went out and took it. And uh, they not only did they take it, they dominated it. And they kind of feel like, okay, you know what, this is our time now. And you can sense that they really have the confidence that they can do it again. And who knows if they will. I, I wouldn't guarantee that they're going to come down to that last game with a chance to win the Big Ten East. But I would bet heavily on it because this is a good football team. You look at the schedule. Uh, it's easier than last year. And last year was one of the toughest in the country. And they won the Big Ten. So you got a lot of, a lot of guys coming back. Uh, and you've got another interesting thing that I thought Jim Harbaugh said, Gullows, was when he talked about, the defense and he had a sneaking suspicion that it could be better than last year. And everybody's like, Oh, you're stupid, blah, 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 blah. Well, there weren't a lot of people who were all gung ho about the defense last year going in and look what happened. Right. There is a lot of talent there. And he said, this could be like one of those, some of the parts is better than the individual pieces. And I go back to, because I'm old 1985, when that defense had a bunch of guys, there weren't a ton of stars, but there were a bunch of guys that knew their roles and played extremely well together. Not a whole lot of great pro talent. In fact, I can't think of one guy on that defense that spent a lot of time as a starter in the NFL, but they led the league in scoring, the nation in scoring for most of the year. And those defenses can be every bit as effective as those guys, those defenses that have the stars like the Aiden Hutchinsons and everything else. But I will say this, though, I think DJ Turner, I think Junior Colson, those guys have a chance to be among the best at their positions in the country. We've seen it, uh, the potential for it. So, and then the guys up front, like Mozzie Smith is underrated and underappreciated the job that he did last year. He's in better shape. So uh, I'm excited fellas. Uh, this is, I, I really believe this is going to be Jim Harbaugh's deepest football team. Uh, will it be his best? I don't know. You look at last year and what they accomplished uh, that was outstanding, but uh, this program for the short term is in really, really good shape. Yeah. I think they have a window over the next couple of years where with, with that, those 2021, 2022 classes, we'll see what 23 winds up being, but uh, you know, pretty confident with the way that they've found guys that there will probably be guys that come out of that too. It just, it does feel like the balance of everything has been struck as we said before. So like this is going to be, a, I, I really do think this team has a chance to be top to bottom. I think a better football team, not not necessarily better better stars or anything, but a better team than last year. Um, you know, just as unified, but maybe more 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 depth, more talent in a couple of areas. I was just I was really uh, really just you know, the the obvious storylines are always going to be there, right? The the quarterback battle, the uh, you know the offense. Uh, what's your identity, right? But I, I just think my biggest takeaway is that. You know, it just always felt like if they could just get that one against Ohio State, get to Indianapolis, win a Big Ten championship, not to say the floodgates would open, but, 
you know, that could add another layer of edge to this program to where once you see like what you could talk about doing it for six or seven years, but once you actually do it and there's proof and there's, there's equity on the roster of those guys having done that, that could spur you onto some pretty great things. And nothing that I've seen in the last couple of days in Indianapolis would, uh, would lead me to not believe that. And, and the interactions we've had with the team and, and the stuff we've heard, the Intel that's been gathered throughout the off season, like I said, I've said it from from the jump. Last year did not have to be a storybook year. It can be the start of something, like Jim Harbaugh said, and I, I believe that it is truly. And I got to say this real quick, Clay. We're kind of we haven't even talked about the special teams, and they should be among yeah. the best in the country. And nobody talked about them on uh, over the weekend. I think Harbaugh brought them up, you know, in passing. I think uh, Brad Robbins, Jake Moody, you know, but the job that Jay Harbaugh has done with those guys and. It is cliche that it's a third of the team and a third of the game, but it really is true. And we've seen that over the years. So in all facets, this is a team that I really think has what it takes. Uh, It surprises me that not one person picked them to repeat as Big Ten champions. But when asking the defensive guys and asking DJ Turner about it, he goes, you know, get in line, man. Who's going to be the latest to doubt us? We don't care. Exactly. And special teams, I got a story coming on this, but talking to – Phil Steele uh, about special teams. He rated Michigan special teams as the number one in the country going into this year. And I said, you know, how many games can special teams swing in a season from your experience? And and he said that from his experiences about a great special teams unit can win two to four games a year for a team. Now, four would be the absolute highest, right, that he's probably seen. Uh, and he said David Cutcliffe over at Duke, remember, former, um, you know, candidate for the Michigan job, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, the former favorite. <laughs> Turned it down. Um, <laughs> but he, he said that, you know, I think, what was it? Duke made six or seven straight bowl games at one point. And that's Duke. That's one of the, you know, lower programs in the Power Five. And he said that the reason why they did, this is David Cutcliffe, said that uh, it was because of special teams, that they won them two, three games a year. Uh, and they were always, you know, six, seven wins, things like that. And that got that bowl streak going. So that was just one example. But you're right. When you have Jake Moody, Brad Robbins, when you have the returners back, I don't know what they're going to do between Blake Corum uh, and A.J. Henning in the kick return game or even Ronnie Bell in the punt return game. Uh, but Henning, you know, really kind of came on last year. You have a lot there. Um, you know, speaking of the quarterback battle that, Anthony, you mentioned in passing, uh, I feel like we have to kind of talk about that coming out of this thing other than Cade McNamara, um, you know, in his confidence and his leadership. He said he got better too throughout the offseason. That's that's something I've been reminding people that this is this kid's 21 years old. They're guys in, like Tom Brady's getting better in certain ways. Obviously, his body uh, somehow is staying basically the same, but you know, he's he's turned it down a little bit. Guys are getting better. And the kid's 21, 22 years old. He said his footwork has been a huge thing he improved this year. And that has led to his accuracy where, you know, when he misses a ball, it's not just you miss the ball and oh, I gotta throw it more to the right this time. He says, you know, well, it's my foot wasn't where it was supposed to be. That forced my arm to go at a certain angle. Uh, and, you know, he was really getting into the kind of nitty gritty of that. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, uh, you know, is, is about to be 100 percent and go into this thing and try to take that job. They're both going to be tough to beat. Jim Harbaugh said he gave all his cliches about the best player will play. How do you know who the best player is? He'll play the best. OK, so no answer there. But uh, what would you guys think coming out of this and going into August three? Uh, what you know about the quarterback battle? Blue is true love. Celebrate the 
Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Cade McNamara goes into fall as the starter, and Jim Harbaugh made that clear. And and we expected that because at least that first fall practice, not the first game, because J.J. McCarthy didn't play in the spring. So no surprise there. But he also said he's going to have a chance to win it in the in the fall camp, which uh, I would imagine it's going to be a great battle, right? Uh, now that McCarthy's back uh, and, and throwing again, then uh, you know what? It's, uh, it's game on. So And that's the way it's supposed to be at Michigan. It's not supposed to be one guy and then some guy that you're like, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't have to play. And it hasn't been like that in Michigan's best years, you know, with one exception being, I think, uh, John Navarre back in the day. You know, I think the backups were Spencer Brinton and uh, who, you know, I didn't think was ready for prime time and and kind of proved that with all due respect. You know, it was really John Navarre's show. So uh, but you know what? When you've got guys to push each other and that's exactly what McNamara said, he said that has made me better. And it made Tom Brady better when he was at Michigan. You talked about him being a captain. There was a time in the second half of a Syracuse game, I think it was 1999 on the road, when he was seething. And you could tell because he wasn't playing and Drew Henson was in there. But he held his tongue and was a great captain and became one of the best captains Michigan ever had because of it. So uh, I think that's going to be Caden McNamara, even if he is sharing more time with J.J. McCarthy. So, uh, but... I like where it is, and uh, anybody who's writing off Cade, you know, do so in, in your own peril because this guy is a leader. This guy has led Michigan to a Big Ten title, and Jim Harbaugh made it clear that when you lead drives for points 50% of the time or more, you're doing your job, and I don't care how good the line was, how good the running game was, you know what, uh, he was doing it. And he made some huge throws, converted some huge third downs along the way, and uh, is a guy that's going to be tough to beat out for that starting job, at least initially, in my opinion. Yeah, and and I also thought that when Harbaugh was asked about the offense's identity, he said, well, you know, we're going to be what we've been. We're going to be physical at the line of scrimmage. We want to run the football. We're not going to abandon that. But something that made them so good last year is that, and I remember there being a lot, this drew the ire of fans during the preseason, was that when when they would talk about they want to establish the run and they want to get, you know, uh, Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards involved. And people were like aghast by that. And you go, well, when you look at this roster, that's the strength of your offense out after the offensive line is, is how talented those backs are. Flip it to this year now. And Harbaugh said, you know, when we look at the wide receivers, we have and the tight ends they have. I mean, they go a couple deep at, at tight end. Uh, they go, we think probably at least four or five deep at wide receiver. That's where your talent is this year. And you're going to have to get those guys involved because those are, that's where, and that, and also with your running backs, you don't have a, a Hassan Haskins and 
Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards are capable pass catchers. So like all of that, you punch the, that into the equation and says, Hey, we should probably throw the ball a little more this year because that's what our guys are good at. So we're going to see more of that. And I think what that does for this quarterback battle is, you know, it raises, we've talked about this before too, we're like, because of what the defense loses and because of what you have coming back offensively, quarterback's going to have to shoulder a little more of the load. So, you know, Cade McNamara, I, I think when called upon to make, I, I don't know if he missed a big throw last year. I don't know. I mean, there's a few, obviously there's going to be when you chart, you know, hundreds of snaps throughout the course of a season, but when they needed something dialed up, I mean, think of the the stuff at Wisconsin or some of the big plays throughout the year. I mean, that guy was on the money when he needed to be. So to, to rule that guy out, like there's, there's really no excuse for either guy. Like if you're, if you are as good as, you think you are, or is your faction of fans that is rooting for you thinks you are, you got plenty of weapons at your disposal. So what are you going to do with them over the next four or five weeks leading up to the season? You know, whoever wins this job, Michigan is in, I mean, they're in phenomenal shape. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, uh, this or that. I think both guys will obviously play. I think that will probably be most so more so the dynamic. If McNamara holds on to the job, I think at the very least, you'll see the dynamic you saw last year, but Again, I mean, improvement is assumed with J.J. McCarthy because of what he showed last year, because of how talented he is, because he's making the sophomore leap. But why why can't Cade McNamara get better with what's at his disposal? So, hey, whoever it is, like, and we know better than this, it'll go into the season, and if one guy, whoever wins the job, he'll make a mistake. The message board will call for the other guy, and this will go until the Ohio State game. It'll go through the Ohio State game. If they get back to Indy, it'll go through Indy. If they, you know, I remember people after the Ohio State game last year. Oh, well, they should beat the brakes off Iowa. So do you get JJ McCarthy? Um, give him the start so you're ready for a team like it's like it never ends. So just tune all that crap out, which they do, play the best guy and and go from there. I I, I don't I think it's going to be McNamara based on everything that we've seen and what we know. And, and JJ just lost so much time because of that shoulder. But again, whoever it is, you're in great shape because you've got the guy, the mystery box guy who you think it could has the potential to be a star, or you've got the, as he puts it, the big 10 championship winning quarterback. There's no bad option here. So well, remember you can't beat Ohio State with Cade. So that's what we were told no, before no. last season. Well, no, but um, we had nothing to do with it. It was all Hassan Haskins and the offensive line. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah, they won in spite of him, which is one of the dumber arguments I've ever heard on a message board. So with all due respect to the guys who made that argument. <laughs> and and we can't forget that J.J. No, McCarthy full contributed to intended. I'll speak yeah. for it. Full disrespect. A little disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Just a and little. JJ, yeah. And JJ contributed to that game as well, and yeah. uh, and you know can do so in the future. Uh, one last thing before we wrap up, I want to talk about NIL real quick, but let's uh, first talk about Manscaped, our great sponsor. Uh, crotch discomfort hurting your game? Fear no more. The kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped. Manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Sleek, soft, comfortable, and flexible. The brand new Boxers 2.0. From Manscaped, take your balls to the Royal Ball Throne. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the Lawnmower 4.0 for the trimming, so you can wear the Boxers 2.0 for the chilling. They even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. 
So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using our code 20 go blue at manscaped.com. Uh, one of you actually told me that crotch discomfort is hurting your game and that Manscaped is helping. I won't name uh, which one of you said that, um, but Manscaped can help uh, right there, fellas. Any any comments on uh, just our great sponsor, Manscaped? Yeah, well, it wasn't me. That's my first comment. Yeah. And, then second of, <laughs> and then second of all, I'm wearing my Manscaped uh, boxers now. Do you guys want to see? Uh, uh, this ain't that kind of show, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great though and i love this product man i really do and uh i got them in my shower i got the shampoo and the body wash and everything else uh it's been fantastic man it's unbelievable uh, i i you know there are times that i think man i can't believe we get to sponsor these guys and, uh, and it almost feels like uh you know it's cool so uh but really a great product and, and you know i love the reads and i love the fact that you have to do them clay because i wouldn't do right. them you'll do one next week i think all right yeah, be next week. absolutely <laughs> So 20 go blue is the promo code. Anthony, you got anything? You're about no, to just, uh, hey, we were on the road this week. The travel pouch that they send along is also amazingly clutch. So shout out to them. We love we love you guys. Yep. 20 go blue at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping. 20-G-O-B-L-U-E at manscaped.com. Uh, NIL, obviously a huge topic just throughout college football, college sports. Kevin Warren said he wants federal regulation, uh, you know, so it's not using as a recruiting inducement as opposed to, uh, well, those separately, uh, but as opposed to having just different state laws, which is fair. Um, you know, of course, he doesn't have the influence to just make federal reg- you know, regulation there. Um, but it's also just a, a topic, you know, I thought few coaches mentioned, you know, we don't want it to seep into recruiting inducements. Well, it already has. Uh, and it's kind of funny that, in, that we're just there at the Big Ten media day. There's some teams that are using it as that, and there are some teams that will never do that. But here's the thing that I wanted to talk about with this is Jim Harbaugh throughout the, the summer and the offseason, you know, has been asked on a couple podcasts about NIL, and he's given his answer that has kind of angered some of the Michigan fans of, we want this to be a transformational experience, not a transactional experience. He has said, but it can become transactional if you play well, you know, your jersey sells, all these all these things. He elaborated a little bit more on that. Uh, he said the word transformational a few times, but he didn't necessarily say it in the context of NIL. He was talking more about just the experience, the team trip, all those things. Um, but he said, as I mentioned earlier, let's double that 13 million. You know, I think we can get to more at Michigan. I think we can, you know, we're on our way, uh, those sort of things. And you know, I thought that was interesting. I thought in a weird way, he was kind of trolling Ohio State, uh, but he was also kind of revealing that he has more of a nuanced take here um, about NIL, that he wants his players to make as much as they can. And that, yes, he wants to use the proof of that in recruiting. They're not going to guarantee a kid or have him sign anything before he signs his letter of intent, uh, like some of the schools are doing. And, I, and I, I admire them for that. But at the same time, he, you know, Chris, speak to this, please, of that Jim Harbaugh is fighting for this as well. And he's on the same page as a lot of the fan base that thinks he's, you know, delusional or something like that. Well, here's the thing. You're going to play within the rules uh, that your university sets for you, number one. And so his message, and I wrote at the time, it was noble but risky to say it publicly. I don't think that's the way you want to market it. I want you think you want to say, okay, you're going to get yours here, period. End of story. You're going to get yours at Michigan. We're seeing it. We're starting to see it. They got off to a late start. I didn't think the leadership was there. I credit guys like uh, Jared Wangler and Jordan Acker, the regent, and, and some of the other regents for 
really getting this thing off the ground when nobody else was taking control of it. And, uh, and I understand that the athletic department's not supposed to have a direct hand in it, but you can still organize and be, you know what, be ready for it because otherwise you're gonna get left behind. And I think we've found that to be true, at least in this recruiting class. So, but you know what, a couple months is not going to determine the course of this thing for the long run. And so, yeah, maybe they got off to a little bit of a late start, but at the same time, uh, there's plenty of time to catch up. So, and what we've said in our, in our ITF extra recently was, okay, there are lots of boosters that are waiting. There's a law or something that changes at the end of the year where, you know what, they can do pretty much what they want to do. And, uh, and they're waiting to do that. They don't want to get in trouble right now, but uh, you know what, they're not going to directly pay recruits $2 million to come here or whatever. Right. Uh, there are, and speaking with boosters, you know, the expected salary, if you want to call it that, for the Michigan starting quarterback is going to be about $2 million, according to one of the guys that writes the checks. He said that's what I expect to, for guys to make, and, uh, and it should be at Michigan. And it's like Harbaugh said, we've got some of the richest alums in the world and guys that are willing to pony up, which we've seen with their overseas trip, right? Overseas trips to South Africa, guys footing the bill for a trip to France for 100 and something people or 200 people. So uh, the money's there. Just got to find a way, guys. And with the new president, Santa Ono, you know, people are saying he's not a game changer. I disagree with that in the long run. I think that this guy wants to win at the highest level. He's going to hold people accountable who are supposed to get this thing up and running. Uh, I love this hire. Uh, I love everything about it and really bodes well, in my opinion, for the athletic department. Yeah, Clay, I think you and I kind of had a conversation about it um, off the air or, you know, outside of a media setting where it was like, it felt like there was a bit of a shift in the in the packaging of the messaging from the Michigan end of things as it pertains to NIL. I thought it was a little, and again, people always stuff pull stuff from podcasts. We pull stuff from podcasts and, and write stories around them. But, you know, it was a little brash earlier in the summer about, you know, we're going to be transaction or transformational, not transactional. And um, there were even, there was even like a subset of, I think uh, a couple support staff people, a couple players who were, pretty outwardly spoken about, you know, not just paying guys to come. And while I agree with that, again, it's, it's about optics. We live in an optics world now. Um, I thought that, I thought that Michigan's messaging was handled very well on that topic. You know, when it came up a few times uh, during big 10 media days. So are they going to, are they going to double Ohio state's uh, 13 million? Probably a bit ambitious, uh, but we know that there's an opportunity there based on the alumni base, based on, you know, I assume at some point uh, I, I caught a little bit of Barry Alvarez's uh, scrum with the media. And he said, part of it, part of this NIL thing is that when you're, you're, you're not just getting money in your pocket, you, you pay taxes on that and, and you, there are business things you have to take care of. So I think what we're seeing is schools start to loop that in with education on money management and branding. And I think, I don't know. I haven't seen anything out there yet on this, but I think Michigan has a unique opportunity to to do that, given its ties to the obviously the Ross School of Business. So Michigan has the ingredients in place, plus this, you know, the collective that is really, you know, they're really trying to get their ducks in a row here and let get that going. Like again, if you take a bit of a hit in one recruiting class because of it, okay, it's just you got to make sure it's set up well for the future so like i said i've never had an issue with the slow burn approach to getting this right and now that you're going to have new leadership at the top uh with with santa uh, santa ono i think they're i think 
the future looks promising for them there. They're never going to be a school that's just handing McDonald's bags of cash out to guys. But, you know, there are already guys on that roster, and, and quite frankly, guys who have yet to really do a ton, so to speak, they're making some pretty good money. And I think that will only continue uh, to grow. Mm-hmm. And JJ McCarthy's doing well. Caden McNamara doing well and will do better, Chris, as you mentioned. And that, just to leave people with this, the best quote I think I heard about NIL from one of the Michigan guys this week was Cade McNamara talking about it and said, yes, he's blessed that he has some opportunities and he's able to get some money for himself. But his favorite stuff about NIL is the team events they've done that have spread some of the money around to all the guys. And and it was a completely genuine comment. And that's something Michigan is doing that's unique, I think. Uh, and, you know, it is really cool that they're able to do that. And uh, and that just speaks to Cade McNamara again. But, uh, you know, some more NIL stuff coming at the Wolverine.com as always uh, updates on that front. Same with Michigan football. We still got a lot of content coming from Big Ten Media Days. So stay with us there. Uh, for premium access, use that $1 deal, uh, gets you an entire year. That's going to run out at some point here soon. So make sure uh, to take advantage of that. And uh, we'll, we will see everyone next time. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.